The Dirtbags Baseball Dirt Talk Podcast. Brendan Darty, back with you. Good to be back. Hope everyone had a good, uh, good, good Thanksgiving break. Had a little hiatus last week. Back at it though. Finishing up. We're gonna finish up our. Uh, about five or six part series on on player evaluations, and I know everybody's got to be excited about uh, this week uh, the pitching eval. Uh, looking forward to kind of breaking some things down on the on the pitching side. Uh, probably you know a pretty important pretty important topic. A lot of a lot of different uh, opinions. Aspects. I'm gonna, you know, obviously I'm gonna give you mine, um, and and what I think. But ultimately, um, you know, it's it is the most important position. The game is dictated by the guy on the mound. We know that, uh, and and you know whether it's professional baseball, college baseball, high school baseball, it it ultimately boils down to that guy on the mound, and and. You know, scholarship money is put into that. Big time money is put into that. You see it at the professional level, the college level. The bigger scholarships are going to the better arms. Um, that Friday night guy, and and ultimately that's where it starts. So we're gonna get into detail with that today. Uh, let's get busted out with some sponsors. Impact Baseball since 2001. Impact Baseball has been hosting showcase tournaments and ID camps, as well as promoting high school and middle school players all over the country. You can check out all the new ID camps, outstanding. The ID camps are unbelievable. They've been put together. Uh, The data's collected, posted. College coaches have the ability to to look at the the data and build their lists. So check it out on impactbaseball.com. You can follow them on at impactbaseball on Twitter. You can follow them on Instagram, impactbaseball underscore. And again, on the website, impactbaseball.com to register for tournaments and ID camps. You can find all our past podcasts on thedirtbags.com. You can follow the Dirtbags at dirtbag underscore swag on Twitter. Dirtbag underscore swag underscore on Instagram. Thedirtbags.com. Dirtbags Baseball on Facebook. Hold the Line Apparel. Hold the Line Apparel is the official sponsor of all Dirtbag gear. You can find all your Christmas needs at hold the line apparel welcome back and um you know we're gonna break it down we're gonna break down some pitching here and and again it this is one man's opinion um this is not the the end all be all this is what it's all about um because like anything it boils down to and we've talked about this 
it, throughout the course of this kind of, uh, you know, breakdown of, of the evaluation and what, what coaches are looking for and pro scouts are looking for. But ultimately, you know, it, it, it boils down to the, that, that system, right? What, what is, what are they looking for? What type of, of arms are specific teams, coaches, colleges, universities, what type of arms are they looking for? And that's what it boils down to. Um, and, and again, there's, there's multi-dimensional, multi different facets of, of each thing. But, you know, you, you talk to enough people and, and you look around at, at teams and you can kind of figure out, you know, what type of arms that, that they want. You look in the big leagues, you can watch, you know, different different colleges and universities. Some guys want guys bigger than six foot. Uh, they don't recruit anybody that's under six foot or undersized. They, they uh, you know, left-hander, they got to throw the, a certain velocity. They got to be able to, you know, have two, three pitches that they can command or throw for strikes. Some guys want power arms out of the back end of the bullpen. Some guys want, you know, multiple uh, different kind of left-hand guys so they can match up out of them. So there are so many different things that go into it. But ultimately, you, you what 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 really comes down to it, and I, this was a great uh, kind of, you know, what uh, you, you sit around and you listen to good baseball people talk and and most of the time you they're, you're either sitting around talking about you know things that are going on in the game baseball uh, you know t particular plays um, that happen what would you do here what would you you know what do you what do you think that this what would I, could you do differently there on a particular play but um you know ultimately but boils down to you you could probably talk about players um and, and what you know, they're looking for what you're looking for. And a, a really, you know, smart baseball guy talking with him one day. And, and you know, he, we're talking about pitching, obviously. And he said, stuff, stuff will get you into the ballpark. And then it's what that particular guy does with stuff. So, and, and, what the meaning of that, what what he's kind of talking about, and it's it's tough to kind of but stuff is what a guy has, right? His his velo, his fastball, his his secondary stuff, his you know, kind of mentality on the mound. That that's what stuff is. If he's got good stuff, that means he's you know. He's pretty good. So you, you got to start with a guy's stuff before you can start really evaluating and breaking down a, a an arm. And, you know, again, we've talked so much about it at every position, uh, but especially at the uh, as a pitcher, you know, it's going to start with the guy's body type. What does that look like when when 
you begin the evaluation process. Everybody nowadays, man, it is, what does he throw on the, the radar gun? What does he throw on the radar gun? I get it. But there are a lot of guys that are 140 pounds that are throwing 82, 83, and ultimately, you know, they have room to grow. They're going to get stronger, and that 82, 83 three, you know, two, three, four years down the road because they've worked out and they've gotten stronger and they've lifted the weights and they've put the time in, right? That becomes 92-93. Uh, I've seen it happen all the time. I, I just saw it happen this past, over this summer. Kid that was, uh, everybody loved him. Everybody, you know, was excited about him. Tall, lanky, um, you know, needed to put on some strength, was 80, his his best fastball it, it, a year ago was like 85. So he was, he pitched anywhere from 82 to probably 83, 84, and, and would bump it up to about 85 on, on a really good day. But you talk to people, he had a good feel for his breaking ball. He could, he was starting to get a better feel for his changeup, and ultimately, that that what everybody wanted to see, we call it, it, it that jump. What, what what that jump is is when he gets stronger. Is is that stuff? Is it gonna get? Is it gonna take a jump? Is it gonna get better as he gets stronger? Because he can control his body better because he's stronger. Uh, and, and the strength allows him, and this is really important because this is what this is what it boils down to, right? Is can he repeat his delivery? That is what is is so important. Doesn't matter what your delivery may look like, if you can repeat it with stuff consistently you're going to have success but you've got to be able you've got to be strong your body type right now may not allow you to have you know that jump in velocity but as you get stronger just like this particular kid he went from 82 to 84 to 88, 90, touching 92. Uh, and, and again, he's just scratched the surface. If he puts on more weight, he might be a mid-90s guy instead of a mid-80s guy. So, you know, that's where, where it starts, the body type of what a guy looks like. If he's, you know, if, if he looks like he's kind of at his max, he's not going to grow anymore, he doesn't have a ton of room you know, to fill fill out strength-wise, then he may hit his max velocity, you know, as a senior in high school or, or a junior. He may be 88 his his entire career. He may be 85 his entire career. Uh, and that, that's, you know, obviously you, you'll be able to. There's there's all these arm things, and you'll, you'll be able to get a slight jump in velocity, but the key is to be able to hold on to that velocity 
uh, and hold on to that stuff. What does the, the, the stuff do not only at the beginning of a game, you know, it's not just about, like, you see it all the time. If you're out there looking, you know, you, you see guys evaluate. They put the gun up. They'll put that gun up in the first inning. And then the good good ones, those guys will go back in the third, fourth, fifth inning and put the gun back up and and see if there's a if there's a drop in velocity. Some guys may come out of the shoot, man. They got some energy. They're excited. It's a big game. And that guy's velo, man, it might be, you know, 89-91. And, and after the, the first inning, it's down to 83, 84. Um, you know, and, and ultimately, you know, each level you go up, 83, 84, that, get hit, that gets hit. You, don't, you just don't have the stuff. Right? Even, the, even with a good breaking ball or a good changeup, that is not always sustainable. You have got to get have a extra motor in there to 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 get people out and that's ultimately that's what evaluate that's what scouts and and coaches are looking for you know if he's got the velo does he hold the velo or okay this guy's a definite starter three pitches throws his fastball he's got fastball command he pitches to both sides of the plate. Uh, you know, he's held the velo. He, he's thrown a, a breaking ball for a strike. He's thrown a breaking ball for strikeouts. He's got a good feel for his changeup. Throws it whenever he wants. Hey, those are the things that are getting written down, not just the guy's velocity. And, you know, then you put him into another category where it's, is this guy, you know, a two-pitch guy? Is he a bullpen guy, right? He, he's got velocity. He's held the velocity for one or two innings, but then he lost it. But the stuff, you know, he's got five strikeouts in two innings. Um, it, the stuff is is the fastball and the slider. Is he just a right-hand uh, bullpen type guy that can go in and get right-handed? Like everybody fits in a category. Lefty, is the lefty got a really good breaking ball, and you can use the guy in certain situations against lefty? That has gone away a lot now. In baseball, because, number one, the, the, the rules that they put in place in, in big leagues, in the big leagues, is you got to face three hitters. So you can't really do, do a ton of matching up. But, you know, that's, that's what... You know, co- coaches may may be looking for out of guys is you know is this guy you know he may not be a a Friday Saturday Sunday Tuesday starter in college, but he may you know be able to spot start give us some innings you know over the course of a weekend and um, you know ultimately get get some people out maybe two or three years down the road as he develops and he can hold that velo he may become a weekend guy for us or, or, you know, a a high leverage guy in certain situations. That's, that's what, you know, those are the things that are going into evaluating pitchers. Is, is what type of body that's where it starts. Athletic 
Is the kid athletic, right? We always hear this uh, pitchers, pitchers are athletes stuff, which which I get, right? A lot of guys, especially in high school, the 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 better pitchers also got to play another position. They got to hit. Um, you know, eventually you're going to start to make that decision on where what the best fit for you is. Um, is it is it you know on the mound or is it as a position player? You're gonna have to eventually. I mean, there's only one guy in the big leagues that is is a, is a true two way guy. So, and I'm t- I can't think of anyone else that has ever done that. Um, you know, guys have tried, but ultimately, you know, you, you, it, it takes a lot of work. It is the the amount of reps, especially at not only the the professional level but the Division One level to to be a two way guy. Man, it, it it is time consuming um, to be good at both. So ultimately, that decision, some guys can do it, and and it's awesome, um, but very few are are able to do do it as they progress. So you know, is the guy is the guy a good athlete? Because typically, when they're good athletes, uh, they can adjust quicker, but they also can. They have a feel for repeating their delivery much more consistently when they're athletic. Um, when they're trying to do all those mechanics and and you know step by step, it, it's and they're not overly athletic. Uh, then you know again that feel or, or you know that feel for pitching that stuff when that stuff you got good stuff but doesn't throw enough strikes. You know, then that stuff is is it's not always worth having stuff if you can't throw it over the plate. And that's the name of the game, getting people out. You know, we could go into pitching philosophies, um, you know, at some other time. But ultimately, you know, what, what it boils down to is getting getting people out, competing with your stuff, trusting your stuff. You know, being being, you know athletic being able to adjust and, and going out there and competing um, you know so so the body type the athleticism the arm right how does the arm work uh, is is there uh, you know is it loose and easy um, does the ball come out of his hand good um, does the ball have life to it or is it just a straight Fastball guys that throw, you know, 92, 94, and people are like, Man, this guy gets hit a lot. How, how, why? Why does this guy get hit? Well, because his fastball is straight. And and anytime you throw a straight fastball belt at the belt or a slightly below the belt, it's gonna get hit. Just too many, too many people train now. Hitting velocity. Um, back in, you know, a, a long time ago, I don't even know, but people train to, I, I, as long as I've been around, but been around baseball, it, you, you've trained to hit velocity. You've trained to hit the fastball. Um, and that, as the fastball velocities, right, that, that guy that threw 90 20 years ago was, you know, there weren't many of those. Now, there's not, you know, not many guys that don't throw 90 
um, it, it's that's that's what that, that's the the game we're in. Um, but again, hitters have trained to hit that, so you've got to have some things that that go along with that, and and it's got the ball's got to have life to it. Um, if it's got some run or some sink or or um, you know uh, all these this data now that we have that we talk about and and the track man and the spin rates and and the vertical break you know all that's important that's great because that that gives you that gives you ability to understand that right you just can't throw that that spin rate if you have a high spin rate. Right, that's going to keep that ball on, on a plane longer, a straight plane a lot longer. So if you're going to throw the ball at the belt, and typically gravity is going to you know move that thing down, or you're going to throw the ball at somebody's knees, and, and it's going to gradually gravity, but if you have a high spin rate, then... Ultimately, that ball is going to stay straighter, so you're going to pitch differently. Uh, you know, if if you have a high spin rate, you, you might want to pitch up in the zone because hitters are are they're mentally mentally what they're focusing on is that ball. They're swinging in a spot where they think the ball is going to be, and if they if that ball is at the belt, they're going to swing at the mid thigh to think that's where the the ball is going to end up. And if it stays on that straight plane and it stays at the belt, they're going to swing and miss. So there's a lot of things that go into that. But, uh, you know, that that's when you you, you can get into it. And, and most evaluators, you know, they want to see those numbers now. Uh, they want to see spin rates. And, and if you have that, the ability to, to kind of monitor that, um, it's awesome. But, again, right, but they want to see stuff. And they want to see life to the ball, and they want to see how your arm works. Is it clean? Is there, or is it herky jerky? Does he have some violence in his mechanics? Does he have some violence in his windup? Uh, does he have a head jerk uh, when he when he pitches? Because ultimately, that all fits into those categories, you know, of of a starter, of of middle relief guy, of end of the game type guys, you know, and that's what these guys are trying to put the puzzle pieces together and, and put each arm that they have into a category. So, so the delivery, how does the arm work, um, the athleticism, the body type, you know, and then obviously the makeup is, is a huge piece. How do they, uh, you know, what, what competitiveness, um, what are they like on the mound when, when things aren't going their way? Again, same thing as a hitter. Nobody wants to evaluate. They, they want to evaluate you in, in some tough situations. They want to see if you can get out of some jams. Right? Guy makes an error behind you. Routine ball makes an error behind you. How do you react to that? Do you right? Do you, do you get, get mad at the kid or, or get mad at your teammate and throw your hands in the air and God, right, and do, doing all that? Um, or, you know, do you look at them and you go, hey, man, I got you. I'll pick you up here. And you go out there and you do just that. You get him another ground ball. You turn a double play. And, and you know, ultimately, um, 
you're out of the inning or do you you know does it does it mentally blow you up and the next thing you know man you're you're into you got bases loaded and no outs um, because you've walked a guy, you've hit a guy, or you've given up two hits in a row because you're so f- still focused on that that error there, right? That's what that's what people want to see. They want to see you compete, be able to, to to you know, hey, you may create the mess too. What I've never seen, you know, I've heard it multiple times, a bunch out of out of um, coming out of the dugout or pitchers like you, you hear that. If, if a play doesn't get made for the pitcher, hey, come on, make a play. Come on, right? You hear it. I, I get it. I mean, it's – it's it's hey, people have done it. I, I and, and it drives me – drives me crazy because I I don't think in, in all the games that I've seen, all, all the time out there, have I ever saw a position player uh, yell at a pitcher like – Stop walking, guys. They're, they're, I, I, I mean, I've, I've heard, right nowadays, like, come on, throw strike. Yeah, I get it. You do, the pitcher's not, the pitcher's not trying to throw balls. I guarantee it. Just like the position player, the, the guys behind the pitcher, they're not trying to make errors. It happens. It's part of the game. It's, it's life. It's, it's the same thing. Like when, when, when stuff starts getting tough what, what are you going to do you're just going to compete or you're going to go somewhere else because nowadays man it's it's you can go somewhere else that that's the the easiest road there is i'm going to go somewhere where everything's easy everyone lets me do what i want right if i have a bad bad outing it's okay. They pat you on the on the rear and and you move, you know, move on, right? Yeah, that that stuff, that's great. And if that's what you want, but but that's not what people that are evaluating pitch, especially pitchers, but all players, like they don't want to see a guy that that, you know, goes two innings, has a little has some rough rough spots, right? But but couldn't get out, couldn't get around some of the the mistakes that his team made. Hey, couldn't pitch out of out of those jams and just gets blown up after two innings. I mean, they, they want to see you compete, man. Like, hey, I, I you know coaching for as long as I coached for, and and you know obviously still coaching, but you, you see things throughout the course of of that time where you're like, you know, it's amazing. I've seen good and bad, you know? I mean, shoot, I've seen a guy go out there and and pitch a complete game because two games before or or leading up to his start, right, the bullpen was just worn out. We had to use the bullpen multiple times, and he just said, give me the ball, and I'll see you guys in the ninth. And that's what he did, you know? Like, that's what... You you go and watch guys. That's what professional scouts wants want to see. That's what college coaches want to see at the high school level. It, that's what that's what it is. It's not about how hard you throw. And I get it, man. We're, we're in a world where velocity is everything, 
And it is. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it. Man, I love guys that throw hard. I love guys that throw hard. I love guys that throw hard and throw the ball over the plate. I love guys that strike people out. It is unbelievable. Right? We we love I love the strikeout. But I also like watching guys, right, that that have strikeout stuff, but go out there and and they pitch, they're they're not afraid. They're not afraid to get hit. And that's what it boils down to are do you a guy that gets on the mound with good stuff or or even you know stuff but if if you're not afraid to get hit if you think you're better than the hitter then ultimately you're going to have success i mean think about it you hitters fail you fail as a hitter seven out of ten times. We talked about this last last podcast. You fail seven out of ten times. There are times when you see pitchers, they are pitching like every guy in the lineup is hitting 700. Now, there's times when you go out on the mound and you don't feel great, and and you know, you you may see that lineup and they look like a a 700 hitting team lineup. But when you start going through numbers of of teams, you know, offensive, the best offensive teams ever, you, you, college professional, the best offensive teams ever, right? There, there's no teams that hit, hit 350 for an entire team is is off the charts. Leading the country and hitting, like that is most teams. The really good offensive teams and the, the offensive teams, even with the old bats, are you know three fifteen, three twenty maybe. Most teams are you know a good two seventy to three hundred is a good offensive team. Uh, two eighty, two ninety. You know they're better. They start to get better and better. Um, you know, you start, you get under 275. I'll even give to say 270. You get under 275. That that team is not a great offensive team. Um, that's at the college level. At the pro level, it's a little different um, because there's a bigger sample size. But but you think about it, like, man, that, that's not 270, 270 hitter, 275 hitter, right? 300, yeah, he's better. You might want to turn the dial up. But that's what the evaluation process is is it is right seeing and and what what it, does this guy I always say this right I, I I used to look at guys when I when I and still do when you evaluate them and you say as a hitter if you're a position guy right do do you do I want to face this guy that always was was number one like okay I don't want to face this guy. I would never want to face this guy. He's he's 88 to 92. He's got a slider. Um, you know, he, he throws maybe across his body, but he repeats his delivery. Hey, do I want to get in the box and face this guy? It's and and ultimately, if you say like, eh, I'm, I'm not comfortable facing that guy, then you know you probably got something there. The other thing is, you know, those guys, ah, this guy's 93, man, but it's straight as hell. The breaking ball is not scary. He doesn't, you know, right? you can eliminate the breaking ball because he doesn't throw for strikes. The changeup 
is basically, you know, it's there, but it's nothing, you know, over the top. Like I can gear up and and get after this guy. The 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 secondary stuff is is very hittable, right? But he throws a little bit harder. Like yeah, that's not as scary, you know. Like I'm not. Uh, hey man, I love get getting in the box or or, um, you know, I'm sure hitters. You talk to hitters, man. They they love getting in the box when when they they think a guy isn't scary. His stuff isn't scary. Um, and you see it. You see the results. Good, good hitting team. Good, good hitters. That 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 the velocity doesn't doesn't scare them. Hey, it's guys that have stuff that can pitch with that stuff, and and have a feel for it. That that's that's what's scary. I mean, you look at the best arms in the big leagues, and I, and I I always like to I, I love I love this guy because he has. He has stood the test. Two, two guys I really love watching um, pitch is is Max Scherzer and and Justin Verlander, and and ultimately and, there, and there's a lot of good ones. I, I I get it, man. But but they Nolan Ryan right? Nolan Ryan always was was a favorite favorite of mine too. Um, but they always. Right, they 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 never went out there and just tried to blow it out the first, you know, right out of the gate. They they pitched and they pitched with velocity. But if you can go back and you, you can look it up all on on, uh, you know, the internet and different things, and and you can look at Max Scherzer and and Justin Verlander's starts after every time they start. Hey, you can go look it up, and they got all that the the data and the the you know TrackMan and and spin rates and Rapsodo and um and it tell it basically tells you hey what what their fastball and that's what I think I think fastball is the most important pitch. Um, some people like want to disagree with me. If you can throw the fastball away, um, you're you're gonna win. Um, but you don't have to have any other pitches. But if you can throw a fastball in the same spot, a fastball away, you ultimately will will have more success than you ever dreamed of. But Verlander and Scherzer, they have like their fastball. It's it spikes up and down. Right? They may be it may be, you know, ninety three to ninety five. Then it jumps to 96, then it goes back down to 93, and then all of a sudden it'll go to like 98 or 99. That's what you want to see in, in velo jumps. They're pitching at a certain number, but when they need a fastball, a, right? When they, they got to give their best fastball, it's there. It's still in the tank. And that's what guys want to see when you want to. Right, I need a big punch out here, and and I gotta get I gotta get a little extra fastball. And pitching coaches will call it, they call fastball extra, and and man, give me a good one. But it's got to be around the zone. It's not that fastball where you overthrow and it goes over the catcher's head. Right, that that's not a fastball extra. Fastball extra is just a little bit extra. Right, if you're 88, maybe it gets a 90. If it's if you're 85, maybe it gets 87. But that two mile an hour difference is is three mile an hour. 
is a huge hitter hitter that they won't be prepared for it. So, you know, that's it, it there's a lot more to this to 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 pitching, to evaluating pitching than how hard you throw or what your spin rate is. That is that is a fact because ultimately those numbers and 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 the analytics are amazing now because you can take the analytics of what guys are, the spins and the and the vertical breaks and and um you know you take that and and you enhance what when we first started Right? You, you take those analytical, the numbers, and now you can enhance what gets you into the door, which is stuff, right? Stuff gets everybody to the park. What do you do with that stuff, right? Fits in the athleticism, the body type, everything, makeup, all that, right? That, that fits into that, right, this bubble, Okay, the analytics are part of that bubble, right? And and they say, okay, man, this guy, his his spin rate and, and his vertical break and his is it's off the charts, man. But he's got if he pitches this way, right, he's gonna be even better. So, you know, ultimately those things, if if you go to a uh somebody and and they they take your spin rates and they they got all their analytical data and they give it to you and they say here you go man here it is and they don't explain to you you know well how do i pitch with this type of spin rate or or i don't have this type of spin rate so what do i need to to do right how do i need to pitch well then it's useless information right i i, I love analytics right but but you have to be able and and that's you know that's some of the issue with with some of this stuff now is that you know we have all the analytical data and 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 people just try to you know vomit it all over um and and there no one's teaching anyone how to use that right i mean not i i shouldn't say i take that back that that's my fault it's not no one is doing it, but they are doing it. They're doing it at, at, at the highest levels. Um, some of the, 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 you know, individual instructors that just give you your analytics, but they don't tell you how to use those analytics, right? That, that's just waste that your, your time is being wasted um, ultimately. And that, right, you just want... You want the ability, right? And the the you want information. We all want information. And that's what the analytics are. It's the information. So how can I use that information? I have good stuff. I, I'm athletic. I compete. Now, how do I use the analytics to enhance my ability on the mound? That, when you figure that out, that's when that's when you're you're you become special and that's when right you, the the puzzle pieces all start to fit together 
again, right? It may not be a fit at, at, at you, you may have a place that you want to go to, right? But ultimately, right, you may not fit in that pitching staff. I've had, I've had, we've all had college coaches, pro scout call us and, and say, you know, hey, man, I'm, I'm looking for this type of guy. You, have you seen him? Have you got any guys like that? Right, I'm looking for for a funky guy, a back-end type, bullpen-type guy. Well, yeah, we, there's a couple. And and you know what? You, you give them the information, and, and ultimately they can make that decision. They make that decision on their own. So, you, you, you know, you get to the point where, you know, ultimately – it's it's it is what that particular organization or university what particular what they are looking for um and and if you fit into that then yeah right again i said it right at the very beginning stages Pitching is the most important position, right? The most money is going to be spent on pitching. Uh, at, at the college level, um, those are the guys that are probably on the biggest scholarships um, for the most part. And if 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 you do, you know, when, when you're going through that process, um, you know, and, and – there's not a lot of money spent on pitching, then you're probably not going to have a lot of success because you got to be good on the mound. You know, I, I, you hear it all the time. Wow, that team's got the momentum, right? They're going to – momentum in baseball is that, – that's why you, you, you see it all the time that you see it in, in the regular season – Especially at the college level, you see it at the at the regular season. You see it in the postseason. Um, you see it in Omaha um, at the highest level, where places that that um, have an arm that can stop somebody. That's where momentum stops. If you put a guy on the mound, they could win 10 straight games. You put a guy on the mound that can go out there and compete and get people out, then guess what? It's, it's the game, right? The momentum will be stopped. And, and that's why you have pitching changes. That's why you have, you know, it's not football. Um, it's not basketball, right? You get a guy that's hot shooter and, and you just keep feeding him the ball and, and you're back in the game because um, he's make, made a bunch of threes. Right? It's it's ultimately it boils down to what that guy on the mound is is all about and and how quickly right, can, can that guy develop and 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 be good. So you know it's 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 a process again like like everything else is, but ultimately you you gotta understand that process, work through the process. And, and, you know, put all the information that you get, because right? that's what evaluators are doing. You have to put all that information and, and see if, you're, if, if that fit is right for you. 
whether it's in college, you know, even professionally, are you ready? You know, maybe you're not ready to go off and, and play professional baseball yet because you, you still feel like, hey, man, I, I got some time I need to develop, but I don't want to go into that atmosphere and try to develop myself um, because it, it is definitely, definitely different. So a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of information, a lot of things that you got to, got to take into consideration. Hopefully, um, you know, hopefully we've, we've given you some, some pretty good information, um, especially on the pitching side, but I was excited about doing this one. There's a lot to it. We could go in depth, probably talk for two, three hours on it, just like hitting. But ultimately, um, you know, that, that's the evaluation process of, of the pitcher. Join us next week. Next episode. Um, excited about it. We've got a lot of good stuff coming up in the next next couple episodes. I'm uh, going to break a bunch down. So come on back. Talk to you next time.